When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1829. Are you taking the false first step? Part three by Anthony Angaro of breakthetwitch.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you like a big ongoing audiobook from many different authors, but today being a continuation from yesterday and the day before. So I recommend listening to those episodes first. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to the final part and continue optimizing your life. Are you taking the false first step? Part three by Anthony Angaro of breakthetwitch.com. Number three, build a habit before spending money. It should be obvious by now that we can't buy better versions of ourselves. The only way to become better is to spend time working towards what we value most in life. If your first instinct is to buy something in order to accomplish one of your goals, realize that this is likely a false first step. If you haven't even tried to accomplish something using the resources you already have, slow down and assess the situation. That discomfort you feel is your opportunity to stop the cycle of consumption dead in its tracks. Start first, by establishing a small action to complete every day, something that over the course of a few weeks has the potential to become a strong habit. How amazing will those new running shoes be once you've been walking every day for a month? Once the habit is established, those shoes really can enhance your experience and help you continue your fitness journey, but they're not going to do the work for you. At the age of 23, filmmaker Robert Rodriguez directed his first feature film on a budget of $7,000, a small fraction of the multi-million dollar budgets of most of Hollywood films. He promoted his film at festivals, eventually sold it, and went on to direct major motion pictures in Hollywood. Do the work first and buy new gear only after you've demonstrated a commitment to yourself and others. Number four, rent or borrow the things you might need before buying. To avoid having more clutter in your home and potentially wasting more money on a false first step, borrow or rent the equipment that you think will help you accomplish your goals. This will help establish a sense of urgency as the equipment will need to be returned. You can focus on using it and see if it actually does everything you need it to. You can always buy it later down the road if it helps you accomplish what you need. While it may seem like you're wasting money on a rental that you might just end up buying, in most cases, it works out in your favor. Consider the expense of buying a brand new item that eventually goes unused or the hassle of having to resell something that didn't work as you wished. Renting first will save you time and money overall. Number five, learn what you don't know by failing and failing again. The best way to figure out what you actually need is to make a solid go of it and probably fail. You don't yet know what you don't know. By making a solid attempt at achieving your goal, you'll ask better questions, be able to find better answers, and fail a little better next time. You can figure out exactly what you actually need to get to the next step once you know more about what you don't know. 
The fear of failure is something that plagues us all, but owning that fear and embracing failure as a step along the path is the best thing you can do. Instead of purchasing a new diet plan or perhaps a new camera and placing the blame for failure on those things, own up to your personal growth process. Embrace failure and allow yourself to recognize each one as you learn what you actually need to succeed. It took the inventor of the Super Soaker water gun over seven years to get his invention accepted by a distribution company. James Dyson failed 5,126 times on his way to designing a vacuum that worked the way he wanted it to. Don't give up. Most importantly, don't let buying something be the action you take towards accomplishing your goal. The last two years of my life have been very different from the years that preceded them. They've been more enjoyable, more fulfilling, and more aligned with my actual values than ever before. In 2015, I had the resources to volunteer my time in Honduras to help raise money for a new nonprofit my friends started. So far this year, I've lost almost 20 pounds by doing two sets of push-ups every day and finally avoiding high-sugar foods. No product has helped me do it. No tracker, no push-up accessories, or new gym shorts. The results simply came from aligning my actions with my actual values and desired outcome. But none of that change could happen until I identified the false first step in my life. I had been making it time and time again to the detriment of my marriage, my finances, and the path to a life of experiences that I truly wanted. I wasn't making the false first step knowingly. Instead of subconsciously pursuing things that made me feel as though I was making significant progress towards what I really cared about. Remember that once you spend money for a product, the advertiser's commitment to you is done. They've done the work to convince you to buy the thing, but the challenge is still yours to put that thing to work. Many times you'll find that you didn't actually need the thing at all, you just need yourself. I'm still not perfect at this. In fact, this very post has undergone a number of false first steps over the last year. It's one of my big ideas I wanted to share in an epic way. I've been so intimidated by it that I've come up with a million reasons why it wasn't ready to be put out into the world. I convinced myself that I needed more data, more research to back up the idea and validate this feeling that I've had for so long. You know what the real first step was to getting this post written? It wasn't tweaking the outline for months, definitely wasn't talking with countless friends about the idea and looking for validation from yet another person. It wasn't even paying an editor to help me polish it. Really? It was hitting publish. I took the real first step almost two years after this idea first hit me. Hitting publish is the only action that matters because it's the only action that gets me the results I want. I want you to read this, identify the false first steps in your own life, and be changed. There was no way to do that without actually putting this post into the world and seeing what the world does with it. The real first step is hard. It's hard because it should be. Because it means we're doing something that matters. If achieving our goals was as easy as buying something, I'd be a world-class Olympic runner, Nat Geo photographer, and calligraphy artist by now. Maybe you'd be a writer or a dancer or a millionaire entrepreneur. Whatever you aspire to, there are a million false steps to get there, but only one real way. Break the twitch. Stop taking the false first step and do the work that counts. I invite you to join me on the journey toward becoming, rather than buying, better versions of ourselves. You just listened to part three of the post titled, 
Are You Taking the False First Step? by Anthony Angaro of breakthetwitch.com. Thank you to Anthony. I'm sure we've all experienced this on some level at least, and he does a great job laying it all out there. I know I've been guilty of this myself, but when I think of my successes, it did follow his advice. I started small with this show, using a relatively cheap setup, started with only a couple of authors with their permission, and it wasn't until somewhere around episode 300 when I finally updated my equipment so it sounds as good as I can get it. If you listen to something like episode one compared to now, it should sound a bit different to you in a good way now, I hope. In 300 episodes, that's a lot, almost a year. The habit of doing all the work was built in at that point for sure, and I really hadn't started with much. So a great tip, definitely true for me. Great timing when we think about the holidays and gift giving too, or maybe working on our own wish lists. So hopefully it was helpful for you. But that should do it for today and this weekend. I'll be back tomorrow for Minimalist Monday. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.